worship service, oh God. Oh God, decrease me even now, God, that your spirit can increase on this line on this morning, God. We pray now, God, in the name of Jesus, that your word will fall on receptive hearts and minds on today, God. That your people, oh God, will receive from you the unadulterated truth of your word, God. That it will sanctify our souls on today. That it will ignite the fire of God. On the inside of us. Oh God in the name of Jesus. Oh God transform us into your image on today God. Father we praise your name. Oh God for what you're going to say. That only what you desire to be said. Father be said in Jesus name. We bless you. We honor you. We adore you. And we love you. Oh God. It is in Jesus name that we pray. Amen and glory to God. Hallelujah. There is a word from the Lord on today. Hallelujah. I want to ask you a question today. And that question simply would be, what kind of believer are you? Hallelujah. What kind of believer are you? Turn, if you will, on this morning to the book of 2 Thessalonians. Amen. I pray that you got your notepad and your ink pens and your Bibles right there in front of you on this morning. Hallelujah. Because we're going to go through the word of God and we're going to see what God says in accordance to his word. What kind of believer are you? Second Thessalonians, and I'm going to read chapter number one. It's not that long in its entirety. And the word of the Lord says, Paul... Silvanus and Timothy to the church of the Thessalonians in God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We ought always to give thanks to God for you brothers as it is right because your faith is growing abundantly and the love of every one of you for one another is increasing. Therefore, we ourselves boast about you in the churches of God for your steadfastness and faith in all your persecution and in the afflictions that you are enduring. This is evidence of the righteous judgment of God that you may be considered worthy of the kingdom of God for which you are also suffering since indeed God considers it just to repay with affliction those who afflict you and to grant relief to you who are afflicted as well as to us. When the Lord Jesus Christ is revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in flaming fire, inflicting vengeance on those who do not know God and on those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, they will suffer the punishment of eternal destruction away from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his might. When he comes on that day to be glorified in his saints and to be marveled at among all who have believed because our testimony to you was believed. To this end, we are always pray for you that our God may make you worthy of his calling and you may fulfill every resolve for good and every work of faith by his power. So that the name of our Lord Jesus may be glorified in you and you in him according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus the Christ. Amen. 
I just read for your hearing 2 Thessalonians chapter 1 in its entirety. People of God, we are in a time right now where what you believe is being challenged. Amen. And we find right here that this is the second letter of Paul to the Thessalonian church. Amen. He was, it was Paul and Savannah and Timothy and he was just giving them a message. He was greeting them. He said, grace to you. I come today to give you grace. I come today to give you peace. Amen. From our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Because your faith is being challenged, you've really got to know exactly what kind of believer you are. Hallelujah. If I was to define what a believer is, according to the unctioning of the Holy Spirit, a believer is an individual who is convinced, trust the Bible is true, the authority of Jesus Christ is supreme, and that the Holy Spirit is the governor. That means that God is in control. Amen. I'm going to read that again for your hearing because I want you all to write this down because I want you to get it in your spirit on today. A believer is an individual. You're not going to find this definition in the dictionary because the Holy Spirit gave it to me. So you need to write it down. A believer is an individual who is convinced. Amen. So as a believer in Jesus Christ, we ought to be what? Convinced. The enemy should not be able to change our mind about who God is. And it goes on and says that we trust the Bible is true. That means that whatever is written in the word of God, because I believe, I can trust that it is the truth. And the authority of Jesus is supreme. That means that there is no other power that is greater than Jesus. And that the Holy Spirit is the governor. That means that he governs our life. He orders our steps. He tells us what to do. He tells us what not to do. That we can be in the perfect divine will of God. So if I want to ask you the question again today, what kind of believer are you? Glory to God. Because he wants us to understand that our belief determines our altitude in him. Come on here, somebody, today. Whatever it is that you believe will determine how far you can go in God. Whatever it is that you believe will determine how God can use you. Whatever you believe will determine what God can do through you. Now, when I was sitting down and listening to the Holy Spirit, he gave me five different types of believers. Turn, if you will, with me to the book of Romans, chapter number 14. What type of believer are you? Romans chapter number 14, verses 1 and 2, it says, As for the one who is weak in faith, welcome him, but not to quarrel over opinions. One person believes he may eat anything, while the weak person may eat only vegetables. I'm going to read that again. As for the one who is weak in faith, welcome him. Glory to God, but not to quarrel over opinions. So the first type of believer then that I'm going to talk about today is the weak believer, the weak brethren. That is any believer who is easily 
convinced to act contrary to God is considered a weak believer. They fall for anything. They are easily swayed. They are not properly rooted and they're not properly grounded. In the book of Revelation chapter number 3, verse number 16, the Bible calls them a lukewarm believer. And the Bible says that if you are lukewarm, that he will spool you out because you are in fact a lukewarm or a weak believer. Now there's four levels of weakness to the weak brethren or the weak believer. First of all, according to Romans 14, 1 and 2 that I just read, they are weak in their faith. That means that they doubt they're not sure concerning what he or she may believe. Today they may believe this, but tomorrow I may believe that. My faith is just weak. Amen. Um, that weak believer is going to be one who is also weak in knowledge. According to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter number 8. Verse number seven, and you can flip on over there to that, and you can read that also um, on this morning. Let's see what that says. First Corinthians chapter number eight, verse number seven. Somebody said, Take your time, Apostle. However, not all possess this knowledge, but some, through former association with idols, eat food as really offered to an idol. And their conscience being weak is defiled. That means they, they are weak in their knowledge. They're weak in their condition. They are weak in their understanding of biblical things. And a weak believer would, because they are uh, weak in their knowledge and in their understanding, they are misinformed about the things of God. The Bible also says that they are weak in conscience based on human standards and norms, and they're overly sensitive to a thing. A weak believer is a brother, and if you all can star six your phone, I hear some type of feedback in the background, but just star six your phone, amen, so that whatever is going on in the background, it, it won't drown out the word of God on this morning. Uh, they are weak in their conscience, amen, so they're overly sensitive to the things of God. They're also a weak believer or a weak brethren is going to be weak in his will. That means that they will easily be influenced by people and things that are not of God with little to no conviction on today. That is the first type of believer. If I was to ask that question, what kind of believer are you? Then there is the strong believer or the strong brethren. According to the book of Romans, chapter number 15, verse number 1, the Bible says, flip on over there, because you're already in the book of Romans, but the 15th chapter, verse number 1 says, We who are strong have an obligation to bear with the failing of the weak and not to please ourselves. So the strong believer is going to be the faithful one, they're going to be the one that is able to build up somebody else. Now, the Bible right here, when the Apostle Paul was talking to the Roman church, he says, if you are a strong believer, as we oftentimes feel that we are, then we have an obligation 
according to the word of God, we that means we have a responsibility to God to bear the failing of those that are weak. We have a responsibility to God to pick up the slack. We have a responsibility to God to do or to help them in their shortcoming. You as a believer, if you are strong in the Lord, if you see that somebody is weak, the Bible says that you have an obligation to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please yourselves. Amen. Let each of us please his neighbor for his good to build him up. For Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of those who reproached you fell on me. For whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction that through endurance and through encouragement of the scriptures we may have hope. So if you are strong, a strong believer, then you have strong faith, you have strong conviction according to the Holy Ghost, amen, and therefore you ought to be able, you have an obligation to God to pick up those who are weaker not to step on them not to trample over them not to debate with them about what the word of god says but to help them amen if you are a strong believer you have the knowledge of grace and what truly is right and what is wrong according to the book of first corinthians chapter number eight verse number seven and also verse number ten eight seven verse number seven says However, not all possess this knowledge. I read this before. But some through former association with idols. When you're strong in the Lord, you don't associate with idols. You don't do things that the way the people of the world did. But you are convicted because you're not weak. Those that are weak are easily led into a place of defilement. Because they're not strong in their word. They're not strong in what they believe. And they don't have conscience of what is overly wrong or what is right. Those, the difference between someone that is strong and someone that is weak, glory be to God today, is that the one that is weak has, is, is easily influenced, but you that are strong, God says you have a responsibility unto him. And verse 10 says, For if anyone sees you who have knowledge eating in an idol's temple, would not be encouraged if his conscience is weak to eat food offered to idols. So what is this talking about? What is the Apostle Paul talking about right here? When you are strong in the faith, you're not going to eat from everybody's table. I'm not talking about food. I'm talking about spiritually. When you are strong in the faith, you're not going to run to things that, that are put up in place of God. Because you know and understand that that's contrary to the word of God. You're going to be strong, Will. Your conscience is going to be strong. You're going to certainly have biblical conviction of that which is right and that which is wrong. You are also going to understand that your freedom is in Jesus Christ. And you will exercise liberation without doubting. That one that is strong in the Lord, you know what God is able to do. You have no fear of what is to come even like what Sunday school was talking about because you are a strong believer and your faith is in operation then you have the third type which is known as the pharisaical believer that is the legalistic one 
You see, the Pharisees came from the sect of the Jews, and they had distinct observation with the law. They were pretentious sanctity. Pretentious sanctity. That means they pretended that they were holier than thou. They pretended to have a certain type of relationship with God. But actually they were hypocritical in their own kind of way. They would tell you to pray, but yet they wouldn't pray. The pharisaical believer is the one that looked for fault in everybody. That is a pharisaical type of believer. The Pharisees, remember, they, they were the ones that were with the religious people that were in the temple that wanted to condemn Jesus. They were the pharisaical type of believers, the, sad, the sadducetical, the pharisaical and the sadducetical believers. They lack biblical understanding of the believer's freedom in Jesus Christ and his deliverance from the works of the law. They're just legalistic. They observe, glory be to God, and they avoid to merit favor. They, they, they try to do things in order to merit the very favor of God. But the fact is, is that they have no understanding of the righteousness of Jesus Christ. We're not righteous in our works. We are righteous because of God's grace. Hallelujah. That at that moment of salvation, we were imputed into the righteousness of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. They base what they do off of works to gain their righteousness and salvation. Are you that type of believer? They have strong conviction about taboos and they base their background on, and their prejudice about certain things that are in particular in the law and they base their um, presumptions or their belief off of the teaching of man and not on the word of God. When you have the pharisaical, pseudocidical believer, they are very strong will. They are able to resist pressure based on what they believe and what their standard is. They're not influenced by crowd. They are very hypocritical and judgmental and they seek others to conform to their belief system and their ways of doing things. They were the ones that, that um, didn't want Jesus to heal on the Sabbath day. They were the ones that put the barriers on when God can do whatever he choose to do. They're the ones that told Jesus that you can't go and sit at the table and eat with the sinners. They were the pharisaical and the sadducical believers. What type of believer are you today? Then there is the stumbling block believer. I'm trying to help somebody here today. <coughs> the stumbling block believers, according to the book of Romans, chapter number 14, verse number 13. Turn on over there with me on today Romans 14 and 13 therefore let us not pass judgment on one another any longer but rather decide never go never put never go to put a stumbling block or hindrance in the way of a brother I know and I am persuaded in the Lord Jesus that nothing is unclean in itself but it is unclean for anyone who thinks it is unclean. The stumbling block believers, they are the ones that convince people to not follow the ways of God. They become a stumbling block to them. They're the ones that they have the characteristics of a strong believer, but the stumbling block believer 
is very persuasive. They're very manipulative. They will. They have very questionable behavior regarding biblical principles. They misuse their authority and their place of influence over a weaker believer. We find that you can read about that in 1 Corinthians 8 and in the book of Romans chapter 14 and chapter 15 in its entirety. When in fact they are weak on true love and genuine concern. Now the Bible says that we ought not to become a stumbling block to another believer. Just because I do a thing, I shouldn't try to convince everybody else to do it because that's what I feel that I ought to be doing. That is a stumbling block believer. If I'm going to jump off the cliff, then I'm going to convince you to jump off with me because I'm a stumbling block believer. When I think about a stumbling block believer, I'm reminded about when Lucifer was kicked out of heaven. Now, Lucifer was an angel in the beginning. And he was in a place of prestige. But when God got angry because he wanted to become equivalent to God, he became a stumbling block to two-thirds of the angels that were with him. He became a stumbling block to them. And when he got kicked out, he took them with him. That is what is known as a stumbling block believer. And because he was so convincing, because he had influence over them, they didn't know any better. I'm trying to help somebody here today. We got to be careful of what our belief system is, people of God, because if we're not rooted, if we're not grounded in God, we will fall prey to the hands of the adversary. And when the adversary do a thing, then we too will begin to do a thing. What type of believer are you today? Then there is the servant type believer that according to Romans 15 and 1 that the Apostle Paul was talking about. They have the characteristics of a strong believer, but they forego liberty out of love. They forsake self for the love of others, even when they know it is wrong. I'm going to repeat that. Even when they know it was wrong. The servant type believer they have a gift of servitude, so the enemy misuses their servitude. The enemy takes their good and make bad out of it because they're trying to serve someone. They're trying to help someone. But, if, but the fact of the matter may be what they're doing is contrary to the word of God. They forsake self for the love of another, even if they know it is wrong. An example that may be, you may be at a store, and I'm going to use this example for you all because you'll be able to relate to what I'm going to say. You see someone out, you see a wino sitting at the store, and they're waiting for this individual to come along to give them some money so they can stumble on into the store so that they can buy another bottle of wine, but yet they're already fumbling over everything. So you see this person as being a wino. You see this person as being somebody that is in need. And out of the kindness of your heart, they ask you, can you give me a couple dollars so I can go buy me another bottle of wine? And what do you do? Oh my gosh, he's, he, he's a wino and he, he's homeless or whatever the case may be. Oh, I need to help him. I need to do something to help him. So you give it to him. Now you are becoming an enabler. Rather than you helping that person, you are enabling them not to get delivered. You are enabling them not to get set free. You are enabling them to continue to sin in a place that you already know 
that God does not want them to be in. So we have to not allow our gifts to cause us to become an enabler through our servitude of trying to help somebody, but yet we become a hindrance. A servant type believer will violate the word of God to just help somebody else, even if it is the cost of their very own salvation. They're not a hindrance, they're not a stumbling block, but they enable, so they become a stepping stone, and they seek to become a stepping stone out of their wanting to help someone. I want to ask you the question again, hallelujah, what kind of believer are you? Glory to God. When I was thinking about our belief system, and the Lord was beginning to deal with me about what is going on even right now in the world that we are in. The believers of Jesus Christ, the true believers, the church that are a part of the church of Philadelphia, they are the faithful ones that are going to be faithful to God in this end time that we're in right here, right now. God is really looking at what exactly it is that we believe because whatever it is that you believe is going to be what's going to govern you that's going to be what you're going to pattern your life after that is going to be what is going to write out the blueprint of what you do what it is how you believe hallelujah and god was saying unto me he said listen apostle he said you got to get the people to understand that their belief system is gonna either cause them to be in this end time movement or their belief system is going to cause them to get left behind. Oh God, I hope I'm helping somebody right here on today. We cannot, cannot be a strong believer in Jesus Christ, but our faith is wavering. And we're one minute we're up, one minute we're down. We, we have no faith in God to believe him. Even in the midst of a pandemic, we still have to be a strong believer. Hallelujah. Even in the midst of the pandemic, we still got to have knowledge about God and about his word. Even in the time of the pandemic, we still should have a consciousness about us and have moral standards. Amen. Even in the time of the pandemic, we still got to want to strive to be in the perfect will of God concerning us. Amen. We can't be like the Pharisees and the Sadducees that questioned everything that Jesus did. How many of y'all know today that the Holy Ghost of God can do whatever he wants to do whenever he decides that he wants to do it? With or without our approval, saints of God, in this time right here that God is moving so mightily by his spirit, hallelujah, we're going to see things happen that we've never seen happen before. But what is your belief system? Hallelujah. What is it that is governing you? Because of the pandemic, listen here, listen people of God, I'm trying to help somebody right here. Even because of the pandemic now, people don't feel that, oh, I don't have to do anything for God anymore. Oh, I'm not obligated to this anymore. Oh, I can do this or I can do that. I don't have to do this. I don't have to do that. And what do they do? They put God on the back burner. Hallelujah. But in this hour and in this season, people of God, for what God wants to do, we're going to see a revival that is going to hit this earth. I promise you. I promise you. As sure as God is in heaven, we're going to see a great revival, I hear you God, that is going to hit this earth round like never before. And I can even see in the realm of the spirit, it's like I can see a, a covering, like a, a, a sheet that is going 
over the earth even as I'm talking to you all right now I see this sheet that is going over the earth and I see that it's going to be going up and it's going to be going down just like 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 someone is holding each of the four corners of it and I see that people are going to start jumping on this this covering this white sheet and I see them bouncing up and I see them bouncing up and I see them bouncing up and I see them getting bigger 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 even as they're bouncing on like this canopy that is about to cover the face of the earth and when these people bounce off of the canopy glory be to God they're gonna bounce down and there's gonna be fire that's gonna be on them and it's gonna be like a revival is going to break out. I want to help you here on today. A revival is going to break out. Hallelujah. And it's not for those that can't believe God. They can't see what God is doing. We can't say that we are a strong believer. Hallelujah. When we're up and down, one minute we want God, one minute we don't. One minute I'm faithful to God, the next minute I'm not. If I want God today, tomorrow I may not want Him. I may be so caught up in what the law says that I forget about the grace of God. I may be so concerned, over-consumed with helping or enabling people not to get into the things of God, not to get in the Word of God. I, I may be an enabler, but that's not who God is looking for in this season, people of God. He is looking for those that are going to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. He wants those that are in this season that can believe him for the impossible. Hallelujah. And it's going to be just like it's going to be the fire of God is going to be so contagious. Hallelujah. That the, it's going to be like the anointing of Peter. And when we just show up, we're not even going to have to touch nobody, but the glory of God is going to rest so powerfully on the people of God, the chosen remnant of God that when they just show up bodies are going to be healed lives are going to be transformed people are going to be saved and you know what people of God they're not going to come with enticing words of man but they're going to come in demonstration and in power of the Holy Spirit so if I ask you that question today what kind of believer are you can you believe God for that level of anointing can you believe God to live and operate in that realm of his glory where the power of God just over consume you to the place where you're not your own any longer. It's not about you. It's not about what you feel. That one that is strong in the Lord and in the power of his might is going to realize that you're not wrestling against flesh and blood like the apostle Paul was talking to the Ephesus church. But you are fighting against principalities and wicked, um, wicked spirits that exalt themselves in high places they're gonna understand <coughs> that the battle is not theirs but the battle belong truly belongs to the lord they're not gonna try to fight with weapons of our warfare it cannot be carnal but it got to be mighty through god in this season people of god where we are in so if i was to ask you that question what type of believer are you somebody may say well apostle you're crazy we're not gonna operate in that in that realm of his glory but the Bible says, uh, Jesus reminded the people, he said, greater works shall you do than he did when he walked the face of the earth. But do you believe that you can do it? That's the question on today. Do you believe that you can raise the sick? Do you believe that the, that the dead man can live again? Do you believe that God can restore bodies? Do you believe that God can cause limbs to grow back? Do you believe that God can cause cancer to dry up? Do you believe 
that God can work and perform miracles, unmerited miracles. Do you believe that you can show up and a whole household can get saved because the power of God, the glory of God show up when you show up? I'm not talking about enticing words, people of God. I'm not talking about a cliche on this morning, but I'm talking about Walking in the realm of believing God for the impossible. When God gave the thing that we've got to take the limits off of him. We've got to take the limits, people of God, off of what our big God can do. We serve a big God. He said the earth is mine in the fullness thereof. Everything that is in it belongs to me. Hallelujah. Says the Lord our God. Glory be to God on this morning. What kind of believer are you are you the believer that is gonna you're so strong in the lord that you're gonna walk by faith and not by sight hallelujah are you that type of believer that is gonna believe god before you even see it like what we were talking about in sunday school are you that kind of believer that because god said it in his word it is so are you that kind of believer or are you the kind of believer that's well i don't know if god is going to do it i don't know if god can Healed. I don't know if God is going to do A, B, C, D, or E. We are in a season, people of God. Even in the book of Ecclesiastes, the Lord said that there was a time and a season for everything under the sun. I hear you, Holy Ghost, on this morning. We are in a time and a season right now, people of God, that we've got to cause our belief system to line up with our who we claim that we are. If we say that we are children of God, then our beliefs have got to line up with who we say that we are. Glory be to God today. We can't say that we're a believer, but we're a doubting God. We can't say that I'm a child of God, but we're acting like a spawn of the devil. We can't say that we believe God in all things, but then we pick and choose. God, I believe you with this, but God, I don't have enough faith to believe you in that situation. What God is about to do in the earth realm even now is going to be this revival that is going to hit out. And what this revival is going to be, is going to be a greater revival than the time of Isuzu. So many people's faith, y'all, has been challenged in this dispensation that we are in. So many people, the warfare has been so intensified that there's been moments that many have not even been able to stand. So many people have given up because their belief system was off kilter with God. Their belief system, Bishop, somehow shifted. Their belief system, they were in a place where they once believed God, but because of circumstances that they were dealing with, because of things that they were going through, their belief system began to shift. Where now they don't believe God anymore, or they think now it don't take all of that. But what God is getting ready to do, saints of God, with this revival that is about to hit the earth realm, glory to God. I see the fire of God going through the earth even as I'm speaking on this morning. All before my eyes is just fire. I see the all-consuming fire of God going through even right now on this line today. It's a very strong anointing. It's going to give revelation, glory to God. What's your belief system? Can you believe God to perform a miracle? I, I don't even know who this is for on today, but I feel the power of God is going to drop on somebody that's on this line on today. And you're going to come in contact with somebody today. And the Holy Ghost of God says, all you got to do is just believe. Hallelujah. All you got to do 
is just believe, hallelujah. All you got to do, glory to God, is just believe, hallelujah. You don't even have to touch them. You don't even have to lay your hands on them. All you got to do, God said, is just believe, hallelujah. I'm talking about the realm of his glory, hallelujah. Your belief, glory to God today, is about to bounce you to a new realm of his glory, hallelujah. Where you're going to see things begin. You're going to see tumor. You're going to hear, I promise you. You're going to hear talk of somebody's tumor drying up. They had a, somebody, I see somebody had a brain tumor. But we're going to hear a report that the brain tumor is gone. I, I speak it out into the atmosphere even now. I speak it out into the atmosphere even now. Glory to God. His glory, his glory, his glory is moving on today. Hallelujah. His glory is coming through. Glory be to God today. He said, think it not strange. The places where he's having you to just show up to. Think it not strange the people that he lay on your heart. Glory to God. What type of believer are you? Glory to God. You see, some people don't understand what God is doing right now. Hallelujah. It can't be too much talk that's going on right now because God is moving mightily by his spirit. Hallelujah. There can be no unbelief God says, glory be to God today. Hallelujah. Where are the believers? I thank you, Jesus, today. He said, where are those that are going to believe me? That are going to be my glory carriers? Hallelujah. There's a releasing. Hey, shut up. I see kind of shot. God said, I'm releasing my glory carriers. They've been in an incubated state, says the Lord. You've been in a place of incubation. Hey, shut up. You've been in that place of seclusion, says the Lord. But that's the place where I was perfected. The anointing that's been on the inside of you. Hallelujah. We can't carry God's glory and carry baggage too. God said I had to separate so that you can carry the weight of my glory. Hallelujah. What type of believer are you? Glory to God. You see, your belief become your thought. And your thought become your reality, society, culture, environment, social circle. Hey, Sabah, Sunday had been influencing your belief system. I'm going to repeat that. Society, what, what's going on in the world that we live in? Our culture, what's going on amongst the black people? Our environment, where we live? Our social circle, who we surround ourselves with who we who we are in direct fellowship with have been influencing your belief system so if you're around people that all they do is talk negative all the time if you're around people that all they do is is do things that are not of God all the time if you're around people that all they do is they just have negativity they're just negative just negative just negative just negative just negative you're not going to believe God for much. Hallelujah. Because they're going to begin to influence your belief system. That's why when the Bible says that we got to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else will be added unto us. You see, the, the strong believer is going to seek the Lord. Hallelujah. Is going to seek God first in all things. The weak believer will seek but won't seek God, but yet expect a move of God. Oh, Sabah Shaddai. Somebody need to get that on today. 
a weak believer, a lukewarm believer, will refuse to seek the Lord, but they want to move from God. Oh God, help us Jesus today. The time of questioning. We're in a time of uncertainty. You've got to know what you know, that you know that you know. What is your belief system? What kind of believer are you? God, help us that we don't be stumbling block believers. That we not get other people off track because we say God told us to do something. Well, just because God told you to do it, don't mean that God told everybody else to follow suit behind you and do it. You can jump off the bridge, but don't cause nobody else to jump off the bridge. Hallelujah. We don't want to be a stumbling block believer. Glory to God. We got to know that our God is infallible. We've got to know that our God is a healer. We got to know that God's word is true. We got to know that God is the great I am. We got to know that he is the bright and the morning star. We got to know that he's the first and the last, the alpha, the omega, the beginning and the end. We got to know it, people of God. Not only do you have to know it, but you got to believe it. We must be fully persuaded. In the book of Romans, chapter number 4, verse number 21. Flip on back there just a little bit. 4 and 21. I'm going to read 20 and 21 and 22. It says, no, belief, no unbelief made him waver concerning the promise of God. But he grew strong in his faith as he gave glory to God, fully convinced that God was able to do what he had promised. That is why his faith was counted to him as righteousness. People of God today, is your faith counted unto God as righteousness? Glory to God today. We have to believe, we have to be fully convinced that God is able to do what his word says that he can do. We have to believe that God is restoring his people. We got to believe that God is still in control of everything that is going on in this world that we live, that we live in. We've got to believe that God would never leave us, nor would he forsake us. We got to believe it, y'all, that he got our children, our grandchildren in his hand. We got to believe it. That if God promised it, he is faithful and just to complete it. He's going to perform what he said he's going to do. We got to believe it. We must be fully persuaded. Blessed are those, according to John 20 and 29. The word of God said, blessed are those who believe and have not yet seen. Glory be to God today. Even though we may haven't seen everything that God has promised to us yet. But God, I still believe you. Hallelujah. Even on this morning, while I'm trying to get this word out, but the Holy Spirit is just showing me so much in the spirit realm on this morning. Glory to God. I, I see keys. I see keys. I see keys are being released. I see keys are being released. I see keys are being released. I see doors are opening. Thank you, Jesus. I see doors are opening. Thank you, Jesus, today. I see doors are opening. But do you believe? Hallelujah. Do you believe? I, I see a shifting that's going on in the spirit realm. God said before the month of June is out, we're going to experience three major shifts. Three major shifts 
three major shifts are going to take place before the month of June is out. Do you believe it today? Do you believe it today? There's going to be a rejuvenation in one of the shifts. And one of the shifts is going to be a repositioning. Glory be to God today. Y'all better write it down. You better catch it because I don't know what the Holy Ghost is saying right now. One of the shifts is going to be a rejuvenating of your spirit. Because you've been operating off of zero. God is saying, I'm, re I'm rejuvenating my people. Hallelujah. I'm rejuvenating my people. I'm giving you your joy back. I'm giving you your peace back. I'm giving you your longevity back. Glory to God. Receive it. If it's for you, receive the spirit of rejuvenation. Receive the spirit of rejuvenation. I hear the Lord say repositioning. Repositioning. Notice he said re in front of all three of these things. Somebody write it down because I need somebody to text it to me. Rejuvenation is the first one. The second one is repositioning. The Lord is saying you was once in position. And the adversary got you out of position. But God is saying I'm about to reposition you in that place that I called you to. My God, my God, my God, my God, my God. He said, I'm repositioning you. You got all focus, I hear the God saying. You got all focus. But God is saying, I'm repositioning you back to your rightful place. Somebody else receive it. On today, if that's for you, if that's for you, if that's for you, if that's for you, receive it. And the Holy Ghost today, hallelujah. And then I hear restoration. Many of you may have lost some things from the, from the canker worms the palmer worms and the locusts they may have eaten at your flesh the palmer worm the canker worms and the locusts their job was to destroy you those that know anything about canker worm and palmer worms and locusts in the natural know that they eat away at the crop until the crop are completely destroyed i hear you god today you've had spiritual canker worms you've had spiritual Palmer worms, and you've had spiritual locusts that have tried to eat away at you to destroy you. But I hear the Holy Ghost of God saying, even right now, that your, your season of Jubilee is here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Your season of jubilation is here. The Lord is about to restore you, He is about to give you back every year. The canker worms, the palmer worms, and the locusts have eaten away at your flesh. God has given it back to you. But do you believe? What kind of believer are you? Hallelujah. Do you believe in the miraculous power of Jesus? Hallelujah. Do you believe that you can live again? Hallelujah. Do you believe it? Just like Ezekiel, he spoke, he prophesied to the dry bones and God asked him, Ezekiel, do you believe that these bones can live again? Hallelujah. Do you believe it? Are you a strong believer will say, yes, Lord, I believe you. Hallelujah. will walk away in power. will walk away with hope. Glory to God. They will walk away knowing that God saw them. I see somebody bouncing on the, on the white trampoline even now. God said, I'm taking you up. I'm taking you up. I'm, I'm bringing you up. I'm bringing your faith level up. Hallelujah. I'm bringing your faith level up. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. That weak believer. Hallelujah. That weak believer. Hallelujah. That weak believer. 
Hallelujah. That weak believer, if you're on this line on today, hallelujah. God is saying to you, get in the word. Hallelujah. Get in the word. Hallelujah. Get in the word of God like you've never gotten into the word of God before. Get in the word. Hallelujah. Get in the word. Hallelujah. Get in the word. Get off social media. Get off all this other stuff. Get in the word. Glory be to God. Get in the word. Hallelujah. Because God said, I need you to bounce higher. I need you to come on up just a little bit higher. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus, today. For that pharisaical believer, glory be to God today. The Lord wants you to come on up a little bit higher. Hallelujah. And pray for understanding. Hallelujah. Pray for wisdom. If you are a pharisaical type believer, glory to God. Sagittarius believer, glory to God. That put limitations on our big God because of the law. Jesus couldn't heal on the Sabbath day. Hallelujah. If that's you, if that's you, if that's you, if that's you. Hallelujah. Bounce higher. Bounce higher. Bounce higher. Hallelujah. Bounce higher. Put away those legalistic views. Glory to God. Put them away today. Put them away today. Glory to God. Because that God can do anything. Whenever he chooses to do it. However he chooses to do it. And wherever he chooses to do it. Bounce higher. Bounce higher. Bounce higher today. Glory to God. And my God. If you are a stumbling block believer. Oh God. If you are a stumbling Block believer, bounce higher, bounce higher, bounce higher, bounce out of that negative mode, bounce out of it, bounce out of it, bounce out of it, bounce out of convincing people to do wrong stuff, bounce out of it, bounce out of it even now, bounce out of it, hallelujah, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus, don't cause somebody else to stumble and fall because you want to stumble and fall. Hallelujah. You stumble and fall by yourself, says God. Hallelujah. Don't become a stumbling block to anybody else. And then that servant type of believer. Bounce higher. Bounce higher. I hear you, God, today. Bounce higher. Bounce higher. Every good deed, says the Lord, don't mean it's a God deed. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Don't be an enabler. I hear you, God. Don't be an enabler. Don't be an enabler. Don't let your kindness cause you to enable. Who, God? Someone to miss the move of God concerning them. Thank you, Jesus, today. Thank you, Jesus, today. Hallelujah, hallelujah. As our belief system line up with our confession, we're going to see miracles. Glory to God. We're going to see signs and we're going to see wonders follow us. Why? Because we believe God. Hallelujah. And I just believe by faith on today that I got some believers on this line that just believe God. Believe him even right now that you can move, bounce higher to the realm of limitless possibilities. Glory to God. What are you believing God for today? Whoever that's on this line on today, what are you believing God for on today? Will you be part of this end time revival? Will you be a part of this end time movement? of God. Hallelujah. If you say yes to God, he hallelujah. He says, I'm going to require more from you. Hallelujah. Your belief determines your altitude. Your belief determines how high you can bounce with God. Hallelujah. It determines how high you can bounce with God. Glory to God. It determines how high you can bounce with God. Glory to God today. I, I just want to encourage every listener 
to keep believing. I want to encourage every listener on today to keep trusting. I want to encourage every believer on this line today to keep on enduring. Keep going on to see what the end is going to be. Glory to God today. And the book of Thessalonians, as we close out on today, I want to encourage you to stand firm in what you believe. In spite of what's going on in the world, in spite of what's going on in, all around you, in spite of what's going on in society, in spite of what's going on in your culture, your ethnic group, your social circles, stand firm in the Lord. In 2 Thessalonians chapter number 2, beginning at verse number 13, the Bible says, But we ought always to give thanks to God for you brothers beloved by the Lord. Because God chose you as the first fruit to be saved through sanctification by the Spirit and belief in the truth. Glory to God. We got to believe in the truth, saints of God. To this he called you through our gospel so that you may obtain the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. So then, brothers, stand firm and hold to the traditions that you were taught by us, either by our spoken words or by our letter. Now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, who loved us and gave us eternal comfort and good hope through grace, comfort your heart and establish them in every good work and word. Thank you, Jesus, today. Father, it is in the name of Jesus. We glorify you. We magnify you. We honor you. And we praise your name. For you are the King of kings. You are the Lord of lords. Hallelujah. You are the great I am on today. Whatever your people need from you, God. We thank you for releasing it right here on this line today. I believe you by faith, God, that it's already done. Thank you, Jesus. I believe you by faith, God, it's already done. I believe you by faith, God, that it is already done. Receive it from the Lord. Receive it from the Lord wherever you are right now. Hallelujah. He's pouring out whatever you need. Hallelujah. He's pouring out whatever you need right now. Receive it from the Lord. Hallelujah. He's pouring out healing. He's pouring out restoration. He's pouring out breakthrough. He's pouring out deliverance. Receive it from the Lord right now. He's pouring out provisions. Glory to God today. I, I, I see a breakthrough. Somebody's been praying. Somebody's been seeking God. You've been standing on the wall and you just said, God, if you don't do it, it can't be done. God said it's already done unto you. Hallelujah. It's already done unto you. Receive it from the Lord. We're in the glory realm of God. Hallelujah. We're in the glory realm of God right now. Hallelujah. But you've got to believe it, saints of God. You've got to believe it right now that you're in the realm, the glory realm of God right now. Hallelujah. For in the glory realm of God, there's no lack. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. In the glory realm of God, there's no doubt. In the glory realm of God, there's no fear. In the glory realm of God, there's no oration. In the glory realm of God, there's no suffering. Thank you, Jesus, today. But you got to believe. What type of believer are you? Glory to God. Hallelujah today, Jesus. Oh, God, we thank you. We thank you, God, for your word. Hallelujah. We thank you, God, for every listener. I pray now, God, in Jesus' name, that you would sanctify them by your Holy Spirit, God. 
I pray now, God, that you would meet every need that they have, little, small, great, however big it may be, God. I know that you are more than enough, and I give you praise, God, on today. Continue to be with us. Continue to strengthen us, God. Continue to keep us as we go throughout the remainder of this day. We glorify you, Father, even now. We thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit. Rest, God, rest on each and every listener today, God. For that supernatural breakthrough, God, that they are believing you for, God. I give you praise for doing it now, God. Oh, God, open up the windows of heaven and pour out those blessings, oh, God, that your people won't even have room enough to receive. God, I thank you. I thank you, God. I thank you, God, you're pouring out your spirit even now on this line. Hallelujah. Let him rest on you. Let him rest on you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, today. I glorify you. I praise your name. Hallelujah, God. I thank you, God. I thank you, God, for the rejuvenation. I thank you for the repositioning. And I thank you, God, for the restoration. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. I give you praise. Glory to God today. If this message has been a blessing to you, and if you would like to sow a seed on this word, if it was for you on today, you can cash app us at dollar sign Apostle Myrtle. Glory to God. Sow that seed on today. Hallelujah. On that word for that miracle that you're believing God for. You don't pay for the miracle, but you're just sowing a seed into the word of God that it will not come back void, that it will go forth and accomplish in your life that in what you need it to do. If you'd like to tithe or give into this ministry, you still can send your offering to the Apostle Myrtle um, at Cash App, or you can PayPal us at Apostle Myrtle Johnson at iCloud.com. Until next time, you all do be blessed. I love you all with the love of Jesus. Have a fantastic day, and God bless everybody. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, today. Thank you, Jesus, today. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God today. Thank you, Jesus.